0: You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everybody, welcome
1: to another episode of Nerd Overload, the show that covers everything in nerd and geek culture from androids to a Z thing. (laughs) I'm Cody
0: I'm Sam. I'm Josh. oh boy, we have a great show for you this week. Thank you for tuning in. We have a bunch of news and everything, but as always, let's get into some stuff we've been checking out
1: well i've I've of course been playing Mario Maker. that came out on the eleventh
0: Oh, of course, I would yeah. have expected nothing less.
1: yeah, I mean it's really good it's uh it's really fun. It's so well designed the the creation system is just it's just fun to use just paint Mario stuff on the pad.
2: I did hear that it was actually originally intended to be a Mario Paint sequel.
1: Yeah. But then, I don't know, they realized that was redundant. Yeah. Because <laughs> they already have that Art Academy game. Yeah, right. But it, it's just a joy to use. It feels like you're a kid playing with Mario stuff.
0: Very cool. Now, do you, do you have everything unlocked?
1: Yeah. The other day, I got the last thing. I haven't used it yet, but I got the, the sub-worlds is the last thing you unlock where you can make Go down pipes and stuff oh very cool and they did change the unlocking system a little bit it used to be you'd have to wait a day mm-hmm. between unlocks well you'd have to play with it for five minutes and then wait a day to get the next thing if you place enough blocks after getting the alert that you're going to get stuff the next day mm-hmm. um, it'll unlock it automatically oh that's cool but I, I kind of liked getting something every day because I didn't, I didn't use it enough to, to speed it up completely. There's a couple times where I did speed up the unlocks, but mostly I just waited till the next day. it mm-hmm. so it it gives you a good excuse to come back to the game, see what you know what they gave you that day. Right. But you know, if you're impatient, you can you can cut around it if you want.
0: Okay. Cool. Now, um, you've completed, uh, you know, a handful of levels, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you gotten any ratings? Has have people played your levels or anything like that yet?
1: Yeah, my my levels do alright. Um, I haven't gotten like on the the top plays or whatever. It seems like the same people dominate the charts for whatever reason.
2: Oh, sure. It's a popularity contest yeah. more than you have anything. that with with any game where you have a create content like that.
1: Yeah, there's there's some French guy that's been on the top of the the list since the game came out and i don't know why like his levels aren't especially good or anything they're not terrible by any means but they're not the best of all of them hmm. and then there's of course like a lot of youtubers that have just jumped up the list just oh. based on popularity alone
0: oh sure i kind of expected that
1: yeah which is it's kind of cool to be able to play levels by somebody from the internet that's mm-hmm. kind of neat um i play most of ross from game grumps levels even though they're you know aggravating
0: <laughs> yeah although i i did uh watch a video of his uh, pac-man level and that was pretty clever it, i thought people have
1: done that he's not the first one. To oh do really that. yeah okay i've played about three different pac-man levels oh wow one of them actually put uh question marks with stars in the corners to replace the power pellets and that was smart oh
0: that is smart so have you played any like really just weird levels? Because I've seen some that people are like using it as almost like an art.
1: Oh yeah, kind there, of form. there's the one that that like tells a story about how how far you're willing to go to save your son or something, and it's like <laughs> it's like a parody of like games like Heavy Rain or like yeah stuff like that. It's pretty funny because it's all in Mario. There's like one part where it's like. Would you kill your best friend? And like Yoshi's, like on the right side of the screen with a block underneath him, and you have to hit the P switch and make him fall into oh, the lava. Oh Jeez. wow! Like like parroting these these moral choices you have to make in games. Like yeah. it's it's pretty clever, it, and it really shows how far you can take the the level editor.
0: Yeah, I saw one where it's like uh, Waluigi's Lament or something like that, where it's like he's. <laughs> having an existential crisis about how he's the least liked Mario universe <laughs> character. Yeah. That's a pretty crazy one. And then there was one that where he just, a guy just spelled out my wife left me yeah. in coins
2: <laughs> and that's it. That's the entire level.
1: It's just like, there's a story here yeah. and it's depressing. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like those little, uh, uh, bubbles that pop up in the, uh, ink, ink, where like, my dad hates me or something like that. Oh, yeah,
1: like the Splatoon, that. yeah. I wish my parents would stop
2: yelling.
0: <laughs> you know, it makes me wonder how many people are just doing that as a joke and how much is, all like of them real. Oh, yeah, probably. All so of them. You can, yeah. you can
1: leave comments in the levels that mm-hmm. show up on screen. you got to turn those off because it's super annoying. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, you can set it so they only appear on the gamepad instead of the TV. That's what I did. So if I want to see them, I can look down and read them. But they're mostly garbage, uh, okay. and they take up too much of the screen and get in the way of actually playing the game. Gotcha. So, pro tip: you're gonna want to turn that off. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, with this game, do you think they're gonna roll out like um, new content periodically, like they do with uh, Splatoon?
1: I hope so. I I don't see why they wouldn't, and I don't. I don't think it's not gonna last very long with what they got. I mean, like it it'll you know they could go a year maybe, mm-hmm. but People are gonna lose interest if they don't add more stuff right. over time. And there's plenty of stuff they could add. There's Mario enemies you can't place.
0: Oh yeah, you know? it seems like they've le- they purposely left some stuff out. Yeah, it there, seems like
1: there's no spike. There's no pokey.
0: Yeah, I know the um, Mario three levels. They don't have the like the frog suit and yeah. like the uh, was it the Tanuki suit and stuff like that. Well, Although they have the they have the raccoon ears, but they don't have like the full.
1: Yeah, be so, turned into a statue one. Right. They don't have like in regular Mario games if you hit a block and it's it's a like a leaf or something but mm. you don't have the mushroom, it's a it'll be a mushroom instead.
2: Okay. Like it doesn't
1: work that way. It's just whatever you put in the block is what's there. Okay. Which I thought was weird. It, it's not like the tiered system that it normally is or at least sometimes is.
0: Yeah, I can I can kind of understand that though cuz if you have a specific goal in mind with the level and you don't yeah yeah they're just simplifying it yeah
1: but still the option would be nice yeah that would be cool and there's no checkpoints which is kind of rough if you made a really long level yeah a lot of the levels are real bad people (laughs) are just real bad at making levels (laughs) (laughs) and that kind of stinks when you're playing like the 100 mario challenge where it just get, keeps giving you random levels because mm-hmm. sometimes you just get ones that are just straight up garbage and they're like hard to the point where it's not fun it's just stupidly designed yeah luckily it lets you skip them with no uh consequence oh that's good but if you you feel kind of lame going oh skip it
0: yeah but then again i mean if I've, I've heard that some people are making levels with like secret exits that only the creator knows about yeah. To make the level seem like impossible to complete, and uh, that just—that's not fair. You know, no. it's not fair. That's just again, it's bad level design.
1: It's a lot of people like, just because you can put something there doesn't mean you should. Right. Like just because you can have a level with fifty, uh, Lakitus doesn't mean you should.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I have seen some of that as well. That's yeah.
1: Also, all the Pokemon costumes don't have sound effects. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. It's weird. It makes me wonder if it's some legal thing with a with the Pokemon company or something. But that uh, could be. All the costumes have special sound effects except for the Pokemon.
2: Hmm. Maybe it's not patched in yet.
1: It seems a weird, th- like a weird thing to leave out.
2: Yeah. Would you
0: recommend this game to oh, people? Oh yeah, overall? absolutely. Very I mean, cool. If
1: you have any. Passing interest in Super Mario Brothers, which who I mean, who doesn't like Mario? Oh yeah, it, it's definitely worth getting. Yeah, just be ready to stomach some real bad levels. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, do you think this um, level design type game? Do you think do you think other franchises would uh, work with it? Because I've heard people they're asking for a Zelda uh, I, game like this, and I don't know if that would work.
1: It. I mean, it would be cool, but I can't. It would see take forever. People making good de- like puzzles. People yeah. Can't make good Mario levels. They're not going to make good Zelda puzzles.
0: Yeah, and I think the the thing with Mario is that you know the levels they you know there's no overarching like long play kind of thing. It's you know one level then one level then one level. Yeah,
1: and they're they're made of of interchangeable parts.
0: Right. Where with Zelda, I mean, there's a a very definite progression from one to 2 to 3 or you know however yeah, where you're building on you know the items that you get where with a level up with a dungeon editor for like Zelda and it'd have to be for like the original Zelda they wouldn't be able to do any of the 3D yeah oh yeah that'd be way too that would complicated be, yeah um, you wouldn't have that progression I think that's I think that would be too big of a loss for that franchise port to work I think
1: I mean, I mean it could be done but I don't think people there are like are good enough to be <laughs> able to do it to be blunt yeah Well, I, I read a cool thing about like game design isn't something that people will inherently know how to do because it's not like like shooting a video with your phone where everybody kind of has that vocabulary for shooting a film making a film or taking a picture like everybody kind of understands that and what makes that good right no not a lot of people have experience designing games it's well,
0: a... now they do. Yeah, now it's... they have the option. So
1: Um, there's a couple other games that, that I think are worth checking out. Have you seen Dropsy?
0: Uh Dropsy the Clown? Da- Dropsy yeah, the clown. I've seen some of that. Yeah. I yeah. haven't
2: seen that.
1: It's it's a point and click I guess they describe it hug venture game <laughs> where you are this this big, scary clown guy, but it's... he's not actually
0: Oh, he's not evil, he's just terrifying looking. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he just wants to make you know make everybody's day better. You go around and solve point and click puzzles to fix people's problems and there's an overarching story with dropsy, but that that's kind of what the game is he, he wants to hug people, <laughs> so you cheer people up so dropsy can hug them and you just go around this it's almost an open world adventure game. You just go around and solve problems and try to and push the story forward.
2: I don't know. I'm not really a fan of clowns anyway.
1: Uh, I mean, that's kind of the point. He's not supposed to be friendly looking. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. It It is reminiscent of, like, 90s era point-and-click adventure games. Really? Like, wow. LucasArts stuff. Like, a lot of people try to, try to capture that and, and don't do it. But I think Dropsy has definitely captured something similar yeah. in its own dark... Mm. A weird way. <laughs> <laughs> also, the animation's really good and the soundtrack is really, really good. Cool. That uh, and uh, Undertale just came out the other day and it's like a an indie uh, RPG type thing. Mm. But the the combat is different because you can talk your way out of every battle. You don't have to kill anybody. Oh wow! There's options just to talk to the monsters and work your way out of every battle. Oh, that's kind of awesome. You're like the, a kid that falls through a hole in a cave into the world where monsters live. Because in the past, there was a war between humans and monsters and they sealed them all into this cave. Okay. So you're trapped in this weird monster world and it's very Earthbound-y. Cool. Uh, it, I'd definitely check it out. It's good. It's different.
0: The it's different much, is good.
1: Yeah. Much like Dropsy. <laughs> but not in the same tone.
2: Yeah. Well, um, I've done some things, but not much. I mean... I've been kind of. I've done I've, some things. I've done some things. <laughs> uh, no, i been kind of sick. If you can't tell in my voice, uh, I'm on the better end of it, versus the where I thought I you guys were gonna have to replace me because I would have died. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> That's just sad. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> I know the the world without me is, is is a uh, it's like a what, what, it's a
1: dark place. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's like what
2: Captain Hook says at the end of Hook. What kind of world will be without? Midgetour. But uh anyway. Uh I watched the first three episodes of the Lego Star Wars droid tales for giggles. Okay.
1: Was it dumb? Um, parts of it were
2: other parts were like were obviously this was made by some Star Wars fans who have some grievances. <laughs> <laughs> like at one point it's like it all, it's like taking place after the Battle of Endor and they're having their little rebel party on Endor. And the they, Teddy
1: Bear Picnic. Yeah,
2: the Teddy Bear Picnic. And, um, they want C3PO to tell stories about the Clone Wars. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, like, they're sitting there, he starts talking about episode one, and he's, like, talking about how, like, trade agreements with the Trade Federation and the Boo, and everyone falls asleep. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and then, like, in episode two, he starts talking about, like, the, uh, the love, the love blossom between Anakin and uh, Padme, and they're and they're like, we, no one wants to hear about that. We want to hear about the Clone Wars. <laughs> and and C three PO like looks at like, what about you? Don't you want to know how your parents fell in love? Because she's like Clone Wars, Clone Wars. <laughs> but uh, it, it's 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 okay. I mean, I won't say it's great. It has it has some shining gems of storytelling in it. And some, like, it kind of, like, pokes fun at plot holes.
1: Nice. It sounds better than the Justice League one I watched the other day that was uh, just a pile of garbage.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that one is pretty bad. But I watched those. And then I watched, um, well, obviously Rick and Morty.
0: Oh, yeah. We, we talk about uh, Rick yeah. and Morty every I week. know. It, yeah. It's
2: one of the good things about, uh, I was, the fact that I, I called off work for being sick on a Sunday night. I could actually watch the new episode. <laughs> But it was it, it wasn't bad. It wasn't it wasn't like one of the stronger ones, but it was it wasn't bad. Yeah. yeah, It was new South Park this week. I I I, I saw pop up my Hulu, but I didn't I didn't watch yeah, it. Yeah,
1: I, I saw about half of it, and then I had to go do something.
2: I have not really watched a lot of South Park in a long time. Like I don't really keep up with it.
1: Oh, I I always watch it when I when there's new ones. I get excited for them. <laughs> I'm a big Matt and Trey fan, so yeah, but. What I saw of the new one, it was it was just okay. The the principal got fired and replaced with a new politically correct principal named uh, PC Principal. Okay. And they like they like making this comparison with overly PC people and frat boys for some reason, and I didn't get around to where they actually make their point because they always have a message and a point they're trying to make. Right. And I didn't. See enough of it to figure out where they were sitting in the whole thing. Hmm. Although I read a review on on IGN that said that they never really fell on one side or the other on it. So I don't know. Because hmm. hmm. it's it's a it's a tough topic to fall on one side or the other on. Because on one side there, you know, don't, people take it too far. On the other side, there's a good reason why we should be more PC.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh sure. Oh yeah.
1: And it's probably hard for them to take a side because on one hand they don't want to be jerks, and they're they've they're older than they used to be, and I think they're
2: kind of coming to grips with that.
1: Yeah, but on the other hand, they kind of built their entire career on being being, jerks, on not being PC.
0: Yeah, that's like their bread and butter. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, come on, look at the South Park movie.
1: But that was a long time ago. That was like twenty years
2: ago. Shut up! No, it wasn't.
0: God. It was a while. It, I know it was, it was a while, but least, I don't know if it was 20 it years It was at ago. least 15. At least. I'm
2: about to say, I'm 31 now. Because I had a birthday. Oh, yeah. oh hey, hey, yeah. Happy, happy birthday. birthday. Hey. Oh, I got a, um, Amnesia for free. Oh, congratulations. You, uh, the, game. the game. Oh, okay.
1: Hey, I, I think you've gotten better since then. You yeah, I was going to say. you are. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, Steam gave it away for like a day. Huh. Yeah. Cool. I haven't got a chance to really get around get around to playing it yet.
1: I I don't love it. I don't hate it, but I don't. Just something about it doesn't work for me.
2: Is it the fact that you you can't fight the monster? Or... Yeah,
1: I don't like that. That you just have to run away all the time and hide. Yeah.
2: I don't know. I kind of like that that Lovecraftian kind of uh, mental horror kind of thing. You know, like yeah. Sanity meter kind of sh- kind of stuff.
1: It'd be cool if it had sanity effects, but Nintendo owns the copyright on that one.
2: I still have my (laughs) eternal darkness. They
1: literally do.
2: Oh, Oh, really? They
1: patented sanity effects in games. Oh, wow. I I don't know about that.
2: I've I've played plenty of Call of Cthulhu-style games that have a sanity effect.
1: Well, like like the stuff that happens in Eternal Darkness, like faking your volume going up and down, a bats. or where your the... controller
2: stops working and there's a monster coming at you.
1: Yeah, that's that's what they have. The that's a that's
2: of. a really that's really a good game. Like old school, like GameCube gem right there. Yeah, that's a great game. I love mm-hmm. that
1: game. I, I can't really put my finger on why I don't like it because I love horror games and it's definitely one of them. But I don't <laughs> I don't. Like, it doesn't really scare me all that much.
2: Well, I might be okay. I mean, Slender kind of made me poop my pants a little bit.
1: Really? I I never liked those either. I played the, what is it, the Slender, the Arrival, the real Slender Man oh, release. okay. And it was boring. I found it to be extremely boring. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think part of it for me, like, when I played the original Slender game, like, the original, original, like, free download one, was, like... I'd kind of like built up all this hype around it. And then I played it in the dark. Hmm. And for some reason, me playing games like horror games in the dark, it just does something to me. Like I like the original fatal frame.
1: Oh, fatal frames horrifying. (laughs) (laughs) That's a scary game.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I played that in the dark. And at one point I, I freaked out so bad that I haven't touched the game since. (laughs) Oh, wow. And that was when it was new. Wow, that was and a long time was, ago. Yeah, 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 and that was a PlayStation Two game. <laughs> yeah, I know it was this, this ghost with had her eyes stabbed out or something, screaming in my face, and just, it it bugged me.
1: Yeah, Fatal Frame <laughs> games are really good. Which I guess we're getting the next one. It's actually coming to America for the, the Wii U.
2: Oh, right on. Nice. Very cool.
1: And it's it's free to start, apparently. It's one of what? those where you can download it and play like the first chapter.
2: Oh, uh, okay. And
1: then after that, you have to pay for it. You okay. get a taste
2: for the blood.
1: Yeah. I don't remember when it comes out, but probably soon.
2: Yeah, <laughs> probably.
0: Okay. Um, You know, I haven't checked out a super ton. I've been working, like, nonstop. But uh, I did... Um, it was funny we were talking about South Park. I sat and rewatched uh, basketball
2: the other day, and that was uh,
0: that was really good. I actually for- forgot how how close it was to like an airplane movie because it's I know the, right? one of the uh, writers and producers is was one of the guys. Uh, Abrams, one of the guys who did Airplane, and you know that stuff. Because as a kid, I remember it being you know very much like you know very much like the South Park mental you know sensibility, oh, yeah. and comedy, and stuff. But there was a lot of like visual like. Sight gag, like airplane style stuff in there as well. I love airplane. It's like one of my yeah, favorite. Yeah, great, great movie. But uh, but no, um, baseball is, it's pretty good. It's um, it might be one of my favorite of their stuff. I don't. I'm one of the weird people who wasn't. I liked Orgasmo, but uh, did not. I don't know. I mean, I don't, I, I like it, but I don't, they don't necessarily love it. I'm yeah. glad I watched it, but I don't think I could see myself going back to it on repeat. No. Oh, yeah. Viewings. Yeah. Once Orgasma was, once was not, enough.
1: Not the, the greatest. Yeah. It's no cannibal.
0: No, it's definitely not cannibal. Cannibal the <laughs> musical. I love that. That's a good one too. But, team uh,
1: America. Yeah. Team. I mean, all their movies are good. Yeah. But orgasmo is probably the weakest of the Probably the
0: bunch. bunch. Probably. Yeah. Um, I almost had to check it out this week. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to rail on this too much. Um, it's a good thing we didn't record this last night. I'll just put put this out there before we do anything. Um, at one point, um, we thought or I thought we would have the opportunity to uh interview Lou Ferrigno, the actor. He had the guy from the original uh, Incredible Hulk TV series and, you know, Pumping Iron and a bunch of Italian movies and stuff like that. And um, through a, um, I don't know, do you want to call it a communication error or like a mismanagement of uh, Wizard World done messed up? Yeah, <laughs> let's let's call it call it what it is. Yeah, Wizard World <laughs> screwed up. There was supposed to be a media pre-event for the Comic Con that's going on this weekend, and um, we were invited. And they uh, their party was supposed to be from like. S- Seven to nine PM, you know. Come, you know. That's what the email enjoy. said. It's what the email <laughs> said. We did this last year. It was at sixteen um, uh, bit down in Columbus last year. It's at a different place. I'm not going to name the name of this place because it's not their fault. For oh, this. Yeah. I'm not going to no. But uh, last year everything went great. It's actually where uh, if you look in our podcast archives, it's when we interviewed Jason David Frank, the original Green Power Ranger. And it turned out really good. And it turned out really well. And um, you know, I got down there and you know like i said it was about they said from 7 to 9 was the medium pre-release party whatever so i got down there a little after 8 uh to find that they had packed up and left they were done like about quarter after 8 20 after 8 and i don't know last night i was really i was pretty i was pretty fired up about it because you know
1: it's unprofessional it's to incre- say you're going to be
0: there until a certain time and then just pack it up and go. It is incredibly unprofessional, and you know it. It just got me thinking. You know, I spent I spent all day rushing around to try to get down there to this thing. You know, prepared for it, everything was good. Yeah, you had some really good questions some, for Lou for Yeah, I yeah, there I had some really good questions. I wish I would have had a chance to ask them. Um, you know, burnt over a quarter tank of gas, lo- almost a half tank of gas to drive down there and back killed multiple hours of my time to get down there and have absolutely nothing to show for it, you know? And I mean, I'm, I appreciate that they gave us the opportunity to go down there, but you know, if you say you're going to be, it just comes down to professionalism. Yeah. You know, you say you're going to be there from a certain time to a certain time. you be there at the times that you should be down there. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, and I don't
1: get to leave my job a half hour early just cuz I feel like it. it. I mean, it's crazy. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It just just left a real sour taste in my mouth. And you know, you know I'm going to get down there this weekend cuz we're we are at least, you know, in one form or another, we are all going to be down there for that for the convention. I know once we get down there it's going to be fun, you know, and everything. But it was not a good way to to start off. No. The weekend, you know? And it just Again, it just comes down to professionalism. Now, if I got down there and Frigno had left, you know, after an hour and a half, that's fine.
1: Yeah, he's a celebrity. They, that happens. (laughs) Right.
0: But to have the entire thing packed up and gone. Yeah, you couldn't even
1: get your wristband. Couldn't
0: even get my wristband early. They couldn't get my free drink, which I, I don't really care about. That's not a big deal. But, but no, went down there and stood in the middle of a restaurant because it wasn't a held in a bar like it was last year. I was held in an actual like sit down restaurant, which was weird. Yeah. Just stand in the middle of this restaurant while people are eating their food, looking at me like some kind of jerk for nothing. You know, it just, again, it, it comes down to professionalism and it just kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So if you were looking forward to us interviewing Lou Ferrigno, and I mean, I don't know who would, we didn't really announce anything about it. Um, sorry. (laughs) Maybe maybe next time.
2: No Hulk for you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So on that lovely note, that high point, let's go ahead and take a break here. (laughs) Thanks, Wizard World. (laughs) 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes is a supporter of local radio programs like Nerd Overload. 29 Brew Pub offers wood-fired pizzas and sandwiches, craft beers and local liquors, and To Die For's Gourmet Cupcakes. They also host a local bike night every Thursday. 29 Brew Pub and To Die For Cupcakes, 1692 Marion Mount Gilead Road, right in front of Office Depot, 740-751-4586 and also on Facebook. All right, we are back. That was the opening intro theme song to the Incredible Hulk TV show. It's not much, but we figure, you know, it's, <laughs> it's something at least, right? It would have been really good up against that. It interview would have been real we good. Didn't get to do. Oh man, just imagine, just imagine you were coming back from an interview with Lou Ferrigno. Yeah, yeah. How on point that would have been. <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and get into a little bit of news here. Let's uh let's talk about Pokemon Go. Pokemon. Yeah, so uh Nintendo and was it Niantic?
1: Yeah, is the name of the company. Studios.
0: They did they, they they do that uh Ingress. Yeah. Game. They announced that they're uh, was it next year? Or I think it was it next year. Next yeah. year. Yeah, they're uh, releasing a um, iOS and Android like VR, not really VR, it's but like AR. AR
1: alternate. Not alternate reality. Augmented reality. Augmented reality. Yeah,
0: uh, an AR game where you're essentially
1: <laughs> created an alternate reality
0: <laughs> where, where Pokemon are real. Yeah. Well, you know, you're not quite far off because it's this game. You um, it's like it's a tracker, like the a, a GPS tracker. Um, and when you get close to an area where a Pokemon a, is, a Pokemon is, you can actually hold your camera up, and it w- the Pokemon like character will pop up on the screen, like looking like it's in actual the scenery and you can catch like the closest thing to real live
2: Pokemon fighting animal type things. Yeah. You get this little wristband and it looks kind of like a Pokeball on a strap.
1: It's like a cross between a Pokeball and a GPS. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it like when you're near a Pokemon, it will vibrate. Yeah. And it was released um,
0: with this trailer that was pretty amazing.
2: It, was, it won't oh, look yeah. that good,
0: but... oh God no, no, yeah, it was a noticed... very
1: cinematic trailer yeah there was <laughs> there was no
0: actual gameplay actual gameplay uh footage there no. was a
1: little bit at the at the very end, there's about two seconds of... yeah
2: seeing the seeing the Pokemon clearly the like not yeah. finished, yeah, yeah, but uh, I don't know it looks neat, it'll get me outside, yeah
1: yeah, I, I'd, yeah I'd definitely play it. it looks fun,
2: yeah, I like the idea that you can like you know battle your friends and stuff with it.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm curious how much of the actual Pokémon battle system will be part of it.
2: Yeah, I don't know.
0: Like, like maybe the things you catch have like pre determined like move sets or something. Yeah, that's
1: what that's what I'm wondering if that's the catch is if it won't be, you know, you won't have the full battle system in there.
0: Right. But I don't know, it looks neat. Um, you know, I You can trade them. Yeah.
1: between devices.
0: Yeah, and it looks like they're going to have like special events for like the rare ones, or like something. Mewtwo, yeah,
2: something like that. Yeah, the
1: trailer had like Times Square people, a whole like a hundred people fighting Mewtwo in Times Square.
2: Yeah, and everyone apparently caught Mewtwo when you defeat it. Yeah, uh, you know that's cool. That's really cool. Uh, do you think this is part
0: of the Nintendo's uh, their quality of life kind of thing that they're pushing for, like the exercise and stuff? Because it, it's going to get you outside and get you walking.
1: It could be. I have a feeling they've they've kind of abandoned that though. Really? Cuz they haven't really done anything. Well, I guess they patented a clock. Yeah. A while ago. But I don't know. They haven't said anything about it or revealed anything hmm. in a long time. Hm. So who knows?
2: It seems more like a social experiment versus anything. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. Uh if I can, you know, go out to the store and find a find a Pikachu in my parking lot or go by go past a a creepy looking house and find a Gengar. I think I'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I, it really hinges on what the battle system is like for me.
2: Really, true. If it's just in the cost.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. In cost. Which the watch thing I think is optional.
0: Yeah. And it's not. It doesn't have to be worn as a watch. It actually has a clip on it, so you can like you oh, know I, I just put it in your pocket and, it's, and it vibrates. That. So I well, won't feel that.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I if I was gonna wear it, I'd wear it proudly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what was cool about the Poke Walker that came with the, was it the Golden Silver remake? Might have been, yeah. It was cool seeing people having that on their belt clip, then you knew, you know, oh, that person likes Pokémon, that's pretty cool. <laughs> 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 and I guess people that did, wouldn't like Pokémon wouldn't know what it was to begin with. Anyway. I guess that's true, <laughs> yeah.
2: I don't know, I think Pokémon is... Um, big enough in pop culture that at least someone will re- at least recognize that red and white ball as a Pokeball, or something Pokemon related. I mean, it dominated like, the like the nineties. The nineties, yeah.
1: Ki- Kids don't. Well, kids still. That's the popularity of Pokemon. Kids still are into it to this day. Oh sure. It it was not just a fad. It stayed.
2: Yeah. Yeah. There's too many Pokemon now, though. It also makes me wonder how how deep they go into it with this Pokemon Go, if they have like all the Pokemon or maybe just the original 150. Oh, will have all of them.
0: I yeah. have a feeling
2: they'll start with the original 150
0: and then slowly, after like a year, maybe like patching patch the different generations, patching the different gens. Yeah. Um, the thing that really uh, is it, it's going to come down to me for is um, oh that was a oddly constructed sentence. The thing that that is really going to hinge it is. Um, how often the uh, location services on your phone are going to be on because that burns battery like crazy. Yeah. And, and if, data. It, if it's one of those things, and and data, so it's one of those things where if it has to be on all the time for it to work, it's not worth it. You True.
1: Know? It also matters how far you're going to have to go. Like. Yeah. Like, how do they plot where they're at? Is it just going to be random? Because then you might. It can't be random because then they'll be in places you couldn't get to, like. Right. So is it going to be, like, you're going to have to go to a city to do it? Like, yeah. you're going to have to, are they going to plot Pokemon in our tiny little town? Like, what, how's it going to work? Oh,
0: our luck would get a far would <laughs> I like
1: Farfetch'd. <laughs> He's got a little leek sword.
2: Yeah, that's true. I'll go to Walmart grocery shop and there's a Snorlax just in the middle of the aisle. Trubbish. Trubbish.
1: Trubbish <laughs> as far as the eye can see.
2: <laughs> Zubats.
1: Zubats?
0: Yeah. Every, every cave. But no, speaking of Nintendo stuff, um, they have a new president, they announced here this past week, right?
1: Yeah, after their former president passed away, uh, probably a good three months ago. Yeah. they fi- Yeah, they finally announced that, uh, his replacement, which I am blanking on his name. I am we looking really it up really now. We really should have looked
0: that up. It is Tets- uh, Tatsumi Kimishima.
1: And he's apparently he used to be their hr head. Yeah. Um he used to be the head of Pokemon Company for a while, yeah. For a while he worked up at a at a bank before Nintendo, which is weird. Yeah. Um he doesn't look like a fun guy. <laughs> 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 he kind of looks like grumpy cat, yeah, a you, little bit. If you
0: try if you search the web for a stock photo of asian businessman, that's Pretty much what he looks like.
1: Yeah, but but all reports are that he's a nice and cool and fun guy. Yeah, even if he doesn't look it.
2: <laughs> all these talk of fun guys. I don't think Toad has anything to do with it. <laughs> yeah,
1: but uh, he was the head of uh, Nintendo of America before Reggie was too.
2: Oh right, yeah. So, so I
1: mean, he's got the
2: experience.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. He's n- he's not a programmer though. He is definitely a businessman. Yeah. Which, I mean, you know, it could be a good thing. I mean, Awada did amazing things with the company, but, I mean, the Wii U is the, out of the three major, you know, consoles, the Wii U is is in third place, I guess.
1: It's doing better than it was.
0: Well, true, yeah.
1: Well, because they're putting out great
0: games now. Yeah, but
1: but it's not where the Wii was. Right. Or
0: even the GameCube. (laughs) Right. So, I don't know. But from all reports, it sounds like this guy is going to try to continue the same kind of business model that Iwata had set up initially, yeah. I guess.
1: Yeah, he said he's going to stay the course of what
0: yeah. Iwata would have wanted. Yeah, yeah. although Nintendo did um, restructure like a lot of their internal like stuff now. Yeah.
1: Shigeru Miyamoto, the guy that created Mario and the, the biggest creative name at Nintendo, he's got a new title.
2: Yeah, it's like
1: creative fellow
2: something like that <laughs> <laughs> guy who has all the ideas yeah
1: and so did their their hardware guy that i can't remember his name he got
0: like tech tech yeah. fellow
1: yeah so it sounds like they're taking guiding roles that's good to guide the teams instead of you know being
0: just on their own yeah yeah well, that might help
1: it sounds like it's it's not just the new guy running. The, it's kind of like a combination of him and Miyamoto and and the hardware guy.
2: Mm-hmm. Like so, like a like a like a like a a triforce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: of leadership. <laughs> I don't. Know, I'm. I'm not
2: worried about it. It sounds fine. Oh yeah, I'm not worried about it either. Only time will tell to see where it goes.
1: Yeah. I mean, he let him delay Star Fox.
2: Oh yeah. Which
1: yeah, that's. Another news item, Star Fox Zero, the upcoming Wii U Star Fox got delayed into next year.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd rather it be good in the, uh, instead of being another crap Star Fox tile. Yeah. Like Star Fox Adventures.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> That's a bad one.
2: That is a bad game. I thought you
1: were going to say Assault, and I was going to get mad. No, I like, I really uh, like I liked Assault. Assault. Yeah.
2: <laughs> assault was like a nice fresh air of getting back to getting back to basics
1: yeah I loved that game that game didn't review well and people liked to trash it and I thought it was great the multiplayer was really fun too
2: I had a lot I, I used to play the Star Fox 64 multiplayer all the time like I loved being like just Fox on the ground with the rapid fire bazooka thing <laughs> shooting at planes and tanks because it was so hard to hit him
1: I like Star Fox it's a good franchise it is a great franchise I'm excited for the new one and yeah. yeah. and if they have to delay it go ahead
0: yeah make it good I hope they go back to Dinosaur
2: Planet. No. No. This is is exactly what we're talking about. You're the reason why we can't have nice things. But he
0: has to have a tiny Triceratops sidekick that spits fire. No. (laughs) That's what Fox needs. That's what a flying in space game needs. (laughs) All of these things that I'm saying are actually true. That is a real thing.
1: Yeah. Star Fox Adventures is a rare made
0: spinoff. A -a
2: collect-a-thon. Yeah. It did give us Crystal, though. Fox's sort of love interest.
1: Which I could do without. Could take or leave. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know what we really needed? We really needed a volleyball scene with Fox and Falco. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Fox gun? Yeah. <laughs> I can't let you do that, Star Fox.
0: Spike. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Star Fox isn't the only thing that's been delayed. We have a ton of games and, and a couple of movies that have been All like delayed as well. Um,
1: Persona five, yeah, the next big JRPG from Atlas and the Persona series has been delayed until summer of next year. Summer. It was supposed to come out this year. Now it's like almost a full year delay on that one. Mm-hmm. Kind of stinks. I was excited about it.
0: Yeah. Did they say why? Is it or is it just no? Just to not make ready. It better. Yeah. It's okay. just Not ready. Okay.
1: Which, there's so much minutiae and and story and stuff in Persona that it just takes a long time.
0: Yeah. Well, I can... a new,
1: there was a new trailer for it, and it looks great. It still looks amazing.
0: So. Cool. I don't know anything about the Persona series, so I, I don't
2: Everybody know. Everybody
1: should play it. It's amazing.
2: Yeah. It's a JRPG, though. It It, it, it takes a bit of commitment to get into those.
1: Yeah. But it's worth it. It's definitely worth it with Persona because a lot of JRPGs take all that commitment and then they have a trash story. Mm. But Persona actually is pretty well told.
0: Well, that's that's cool. Um, another delay uh, talking about games again. Boy, we're talking about games a lot today. I guess that's really the only news that's really come yeah. out, huh? Anyway. Well, it's, um, it's a
1: big season for game news. So We're getting a Hitting on Christmas, that's, and that's when all the and Black new ones Friday and all that stuff.
0: That's very true. Um, Mighty Number no. Nine. We've talked about it before. What? The Kickstarter, what? the uh, the veiled attempts at making a, a Mega Man game without actual Mega Man. Um, they're supposed to have a demo for backers, um, a game almost. that they claim is almost complete, is completed except for like one thing. You know, like the multi online multiplayer or something. But who,
1: who wanted that to yeah. begin with? That's no no dumb. one did.
0: No one did. But they claim that the game is done, but uh, they're going to have a demo. But they pushed the game back. We talked about that before. They're supposed to have a demo come out at the end of this month. And that demo has also been pushed back. They're claiming because um, the original idea they had was that you would um, only have, like, so many days to play it. Before it, like, locked itself out.
1: Which is nuts. Which ma- doesn't make <laughs> yeah. sense. Anyway,
0: you've spent the money on the on a game that doesn't look like it's going to be done ever. You know, at least give the fans something that they can whet their appetite with, you know?
1: Yeah. And it's not like it's for public consumption either. It's just for the backers, right? Yeah,
0: right. Uh, they were going to distribute uh, Steam codes for it. And um, they decided, nope, they don't want to go with Steam. And after fans complained, they didn't... They decided they didn't want to do the timed thing, so they're looking at other avenues for that. It makes me think the game is really not done, and they're just coming up with excuses to yeah. tell the tell the people who sp- spent their hard-earned money for what is looking like no product, um, including myself. I'm supposed to be getting this demo, and no, nothing. I tell you, I am never backing another game on Kickstarter again. It's this has soured me so hard. Like they can't even they can't even get like one level completed to give to pass out to people who have spent money years ago with nothing to show for it. I say it's been a while now, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been years. It's been a couple of years at least, and it just. I'm glad I
1: backed Shantae instead of yeah, Mighty Number no. yeah, Nine because yeah. I was down to either choosing Mighty Number no. Nine or Shantae Half Genie Hero. And I picked Shante because I thought it needed it more.
0: Yeah, yeah. You and I
1: still don't have that game, but at least I'm getting regular updates, and they're not actively trying to screw me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> See, that's that's the thing. We, I get uh, monthly uh, updates from Mighty Number no. Nine, but every time it's like, oh, well, we gotta push, we gotta push this back, we gotta push that back. Nothing's ready yet. We can't show you any gameplay, any game screens that are completed. We can't show you any. F- finalized you know character designs we'll show that you just all this makes it sound like nothing we'll, is done. we'll show you all this concept art and we'll show you a fan art that people have made because they're excited although the fan art has dropped off significantly <laughs> in the last couple of months um, it just just rubbing me the wrong way
1: only journalists have played it at this point yeah
0: At trade shows and, and stuff, and they're not happy about it it's not super great from what I hear so I don't know they've also delayed the Pacific Rim
2: 2 right Yep. Pacific Rim 2 has been delayed indefinitely, which is basically movie speak for this movie is never going to be made. It's dying in development hell. Yep. It is in development hell, which breaks my heart because, yes, Pacific Rim, not a great movie, but it was a fun movie. Yeah. It gave you exactly what you paid for. Giant robots and fist fights with giant monsters with that dude from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was kind of glad they were doing a sequel because I hated Pacific Rim, but I liked the concept and the world, and I felt like it could have been done so much better, which is what I was hoping they were to do They were supposed to do, do all kinds sequel. of stuff.
2: There was supposed to be a comic and talk of an animated series that went along with everything. And, and this sequel, I mean, he's just having, Del Toro is having, like, the world's worst time right now. He's having a bad year because um, between this and uh, the PT
0: thing. Silent Hill. Silent Hill.
2: His Justice League Dark script never getting really picked up. Yeah. Um, people wanting Hellboy 3, but it's probably never going to happen.
1: <laughs> the Justice League Dark thing was DC going, this is going to be a good movie. Yeah, we don't make those. Yeah. <laughs> Actually,
0: uh, speaking of that, um, the uh, one of the people who works at D C Entertainment, they did an interview and in it she said I forget the woman's name, but she claimed that D C decided that following Marvel's trend of oh, wait, movie I did making see that I did see uh, that. would be detri- would be ultimately detrimental to the D C properties and their franchises. And while part of me agrees with that, you know, you don't want to copy one for one. You don't want to be sh- made to be a pale imitation. The Marvel movies are really good. Yeah. And there are some things that should be emulated out of it. They shouldn't, you know, knee-jerk reactions so hard into making their movies, like... The
1: exact opposite. Yeah.
0: The devo- opposite. Devoid of fun and enjoyment. enjoyment and color.
1: <laughs> well, when you take something that everybody universally enjoys and try to make the exact opposite of it, you're going to get something that everybody universally hates.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Doesn't make sense.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I understand them not wanting to be the exact same. Yeah, I,
1: which they could and still be fun. I mean. Oh sure. The Marvel Universe isn't perfect.
2: No, no, uh, Iron Man three. Um, <laughs> d- also, to be fair, I've never watched um, Little Short with uh, the Mandarin. Oh, the Hail to the King, Hail and- to the King, or whatever it was. Yeah, I never, I never yeah. actually sat and watched that.
0: Yeah, it wasn't wasn't anything special.
2: But anyway. Um, yeah, but the Marvel movies aren't perfect. I mean, there, there are there are some great gems like Guardians of the Galaxy, and there's some ones that aren't quite as strong. Yeah. Like Iron Man 3 or... Uh, heck, the first Thor is not fantastic. No. I really liked Thor 2, the Dark World, actually a little more than than the original Thor.
0: I, agree. I Yeah, I'll agree with that.
2: It almost had like that kind of Spider-Man 2... Uh, kind of feel to it where where we get into he already has he has his powers
0: yeah there wasn't nearly as much setup. yeah Yeah. which comes back to the idea that we've talked about a million times we're tired of you know origin stories
1: yeah like like DC could could tailor their movies to each individual character instead of making a mishmash or not a mishmash but a samey kind of feel for every movie
0: or they could have started with the Justice League movie outright with all of them in it and then branched off from there Instead of, you know, doing the Marvel, you know, all desperate parts all coming
2: together. Yeah. Which they're not even really doing that well. No. I mean, you had Man of Steel, which had some references in it, but that was about mm-hmm. it. And now you have the sequel to Man of Steel, which has essentially become the Batman show. Yeah. It's it's actually not really a,
0: a sequel to Man of Steel because they're working on a Man of Steel 2. So it's not...
1: Wasn't it originally supposed to be though? originally yeah. at
0: one point, but at this and now it's
2: now it's a pre Justice League, Zach is what it is.
1: Snyder's grand vision has evolved.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I, just, I don't understand it. I loved Watchmen. Yeah, he
1: did, did, isn't it like shot for shot? The comic? Uh, pretty close to it. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, with some changes, but yeah. yeah. Although I did hear uh, Man of Steel too, they're trying to get uh, what's his name from uh, Mad Max Tom, Tom Hardy. Hardy? No, the director. Oh, oh, George Miller! George Miller to do it, because George Miller almost had a, a Justice League movie made in the '90s, I believe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I they think they're trying to get him to direct, write, and direct. Yeah, still and that it. would be yeah,
1: he's really good. Yeah. Fury Road is amazing.
0: <laughs>
2: I still need to get around and watch that. It's yeah.
1: on. It's on DVD now. I know. I have no I, excuse.
2: I need to. Yeah, I, I need to that stuff. Yeah. Let's see what other. Oh, uh, Gambit. you want to talk about movies uh
0: marvel not doing super hot although i guess technically this is
2: fox yeah this is fox with the marvel tag on it yeah the gambit film has lost its director you want to talk about movies in development hell gambit has god it's been a bumpy road for the for the cajun yeah i mean he uh, there was talk that Shannon tatum had backed out but then he's back claimed
0: but A lot of Channing Tatum's involvement was dependent on the director. Yeah. Because he's buddies with the director.
2: Yeah. And now the director is gone. So
0: I can almost guarantee in the next week or two, we're going to see Tatum drop out and production on Gambit
2: just stop. Freeze. Yeah. Which really sucks because I like Gambit. I've always liked Gambit as a character. I hated his incarnation in the Wolverine Origin movie, oh man Taylor Kitsch, I can't name? remember his name, but he... he was he was John Carter, yeah, oh, in, yeah, in, yeah, in yeah, that yeah. movie, John Carter <laughs> <laughs> on Mars, yeah, <laughs> yeah, i mean it, it, it was awful, I mean, he didn't look like gambit, he tried to cage an accent for like half a line, yeah <laughs> no, seriously, it's terrible, I mean that movie as a whole is just garbage, but yeah. It's, he sounded like me speaking, and then said, "Share." <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, uh,
2: uh, 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 yeah. Ah. Ugh. Ah. ugh That movie's so bad. I got so excited because, like, my like a couple of my friends went and saw it before me. It was like, "Yeah, Gambit's in it." and I'm like, "Yes." No. <laughs> nope. Nope. And then the whole and then then Deadpool being in it, but then Deadpool technically not being in it <laughs> because he's like Weapon X something. Why is he? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, and the fact that the the, the person playing the mouthless Deadpool thing in yeah. the end of that movie is not even Ryan Reynolds. No, not even close. Uh,
1: the Merc with a mouth without a mouth.
2: Yeah. Pretty much. But also on the same vein of this Gambit kerfuffle, is the fact that the producer of the X Men films. Um, wants to bring Gambit and Deadpool, the new shiny, the good one, the good one, uh, into the into the X Men umbrella. I mean, I guess they can do that. It makes sense. I mean, yeah, yeah. they have the rights to the characters, but.
0: But then again, this guy's also said he wants to do a uh, Fantastic Four X-Men shared universe movie.
2: Uh, And that would be the worst. No. (laughs) That would just be the worst. Fox, just stop. Just make Deadpool because it's going to be good. Release Deadpool because it's going to be good. Just just stop.
1: And then give all the rights back to Disney Marvel. I mean,
2: we need a good mm. X-Men film. We haven't had one in a while.
1: Days of Future Past was pretty good. This is true.
2: I do like Days of Future Past and I do like First Class. I liked First Class a lot. It's a weird film. Yeah, and it kind of
0: retcons a lot of the previous movies. Yeah. But I think Fe- Days of Future Past uh, re-retcons. re It's re-retcons. basically well,
1: a humongous retcon device. Well, I
0: tell you, it's, it almost felt like um, seeing what's coming out with uh, X-Men Apocalypse and kind of where things were left at the end of Days of Future Past, it was almost like a Brian Singer came in after um, – was it Mick G screwed up mm-hmm. X-Men three and then X-Men first class, which changed some things. Yeah. Came in and said, okay, I got to tell you this story to put all the pieces in place so I could tell you what I want to do. Yeah. It was like X-Men uh, days of future past was a movie born out of necessity. Almost. This is true.
2: We did need it. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. When I was younger and like the original X-Men movie came out, I was like, oh, my God, I love the X-Men. But I was still off my hype of the X-Men cartoon. Oh, I love that cartoon. Yeah, It's amazing. And, you know, it's not great. It's not terrible. But also, it's been a while since I've watched it. Yeah. Uh, Well, I mean, compared to
1: superhero movies at the time, that first X-Men movie was amazing. (laughs)
2: Right, yeah. True. Um, But, man, X-Men 3, ugh. Throw that Spider-Man 3, the the Fantastic Four reboot, you know, in Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer, probably into a volcano and just let him die. Please. I mean, I yeah. love Marvel, and I love the Marvel Universe, and I love Marvel characters, mm-hmm. and it really makes me sad to see good characters go to bad movies. Yeah. Uh,
0: you know, getting back on, on topic with this thing, I don't see why everything has to be a shared universe.
1: Oh yeah, that's Hollywood's got the the hots for doing that right now. Yeah,
0: I mean it's it's all because of the success of the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah, and I mean I don't know what I want to say. I think it's different the way the Marvel's doing it than the. It's like Hollywood's taking the wrong, trying to emulate the wrong part of the Marvel movies, you know, shared universe. I guess you know. Yeah, it's like it worked for the Marvel movies because Marvel Studio movies because their stories lent to that. It's like you know with like. Universal Monsters shared universe, they're going to do. It doesn't, yeah. yeah, they're they're fitting it into things that don't make sense. The X Men movies and Deadpool are going to be totally, t- completely, totally different. The Fantastic Four movies and the X Men movies are completely, totally different, and they don't lend themselves to that shared universe. Where the Marvel movies, for the most part, since, well, post Iron Man 1, yeah. Iron Man 1 really didn't a whole lot. No. Although they teased S.H.I.E.L.D., but that's yeah. about it. But, um, those movies lend themselves. They went into it with the idea of, okay, this is going to be the end goal as an Avengers movie. Yeah, where which they, they did. Yeah, where it's just not quite the same with other studios, I guess. No,
2: I mean, it's, it was a huge gamble at the time mm-hmm. for them to do it. Oh, it was, yeah. And it paid off beautifully. Mm-hmm. I mean, it gave us one of the greatest action films ever with the Avengers. Granted, post-Avengers, we are a little... There have been a couple of hiccups in the road yeah, and a couple stumbles,
1: kind of in a little bit of a
2: rut. But you know, you can't, you can't. Lightning doesn't strike twice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're still good and they're still a powerhouse as far as the film industry goes and making all that money.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, come on i i i I believe the rise in the popularity of superheroes now is because of the Marvel movies.
0: Oh
1: sure,
2: yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know,
1: I'm I'm still excited for Civil
0: War. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: Stop calling it Captain America Civil War, because it's... It's really not any
0: at this point. No, yeah. just
2: call it Marvel Civil War, or The Avengers Civil War, something. Yeah. Because basically every character you've had in all the previous movies are going to be in it, minus, like, the Hulk and the Guardians.
0: Mm-hmm, for the most part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, I think we are at our hour, so let's go ahead and wrap it up here. You've been listening to Nerd
2: Overload. Thank you very much. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us over at Facebook if you do that kind of thing at facebook.com forward slash nerdoverload website.
1: You can send us tweets at, at nerd underscore overload or you can pop us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com.
2: Yeah, send us an
0: email, send us a song request, do anything. Let us know that you're listening. That would be awesome. So, uh, again, thank you for listening and we will be back next week. This show was sponsored in part by 29 Brew Pub and Wood Fired Pizza and To Die For Cupcakes.